Hey guys, here we are again. I'm Robin O'Neill. This is me reading stuff, the podcast that's not for everyone. How's that for a tagline? It might be for you. Let's find out. Some people were wondering about why I was so intense about my dislike of nudity last week, or I don't know if it was last week or whenever, but I I kind of ignored the questions about it um, just by accident. Um, all right, so nudity. It really is one specific aspect of it that I have a problem with. Besides the fact that I'm just sort of not one of those, ooh, isn't the human body beautiful kind of people? I'm more like, uh, I'm trapped in this thing for a few more decades, and it also <laughs> reminds me of illness human bodies do, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that's just how I feel. I kind of came out of the womb this way. This, uh, this was not learned behavior. I was over this whole being a human thing a long, long time ago. I mean, luckily for me, I'm sure you've noticed if you're a listener, if you're not, if you're a newcomer, maybe you'll figure this out. I really do have so many brief moments of, I guess it's just pure awe. These tiny moments in life that bring me my own very specific brand of joy. I would say it happens every single day, thank thankfully. Otherwise, I would be dead by now. And they come out of nowhere. It's usually just a sentence. Someone says something really, really, really plain and ordinary. Um, like this week, something happened. My P.O. Box guy, I hadn't seen him in a long, long time. Months. I've just been not being able to go over there. And when I did see him this week, I said, Hey, Michael, how have you been doing? And we're kind of close. So, I mean, this has been a long time for us to not see each other. And he replied, well, I got my Star Wars tickets. So things are pretty good. I mean, it was something about Star Wars tickets. He said it better than that. And I'm telling you, it just made me feel like everything was going to be okay. I'm not a Star Wars guy myself. That's not what I care about there. However, the idea that somebody's response to life is... Like, to the big question, how are you, is I got my Star Wars tickets. That's just solid gold for me. So shout out to Michael. Um, oh, I got off track. Back to the nudity thing. I'm real hung up on, this is the deal with me. Okay. So people who love being nude, and I'm not talking nudists who are always nude. I mean, those of you who like to go to sleep in the nude or prance around the house nude or whatever it is you do nude. Uh, besides the obvious things, um, I myself cannot think of a nude body without thinking of pubic hairs getting stuck in blankets and sheets and then maybe making their way up the pillowcases and then attaching themselves onto a human face, maybe even my human face. That's just the route this whole thing takes with me. It's nudity, bed, pubic hair, blankets, sticking to blankets, roaming around bed, bed stuffs, bed spreads, whatever. This all ends up with a pubic hair on my face. <laughs> See? It's not fun being me. It, it really isn't. I mean, it's entertaining. Even it, It's an entertaining experience imagining these things, but it's not necessarily fun. Um, real quick, want to give a shout-out to David Drury. You may be remembering his name right now. You may remember his name is a more accurate way to say that. He was our winner in the Channing Tatum Poetry Contest. He was one of two winners. Now, David and I have become really wonderful friends ever since that. So that's been a really awesome benefit of having him apply to the contest. Uh, contest. He also 
has an amazing short story in Dave Eggers' The Best American Non-Required Reading in 2003. His new project that I just want to alert everyone to, and I'll put a link in the description of this podcast, it's for his new Instagram project called Folded Shorts. So it's just at Folded Shorts. He mines Instagram to find images, any image that sparks something in him. And for David, as a writer, as an excellent writer, it can be something as benign as a photo of a Q-tip on the street or something. And he can turn that image into a splendid and crazy and beautiful and touching story of, like, honestly, the Q-tip can be hope and redemption or something. And I just really like this approach. It's a really wonderful way to get your get your writing out in brief spurts for people. I just think it's really smart. And I heard something, I think it was Emily Dickinson said something about circulation, not publication. And in this day and age, this is a really important, I mean, it's not for everybody, but I just think it's a, it's really fun too. So check out Folded Shorts. Thank you, David Drury, for doing it. Here's what I'm going to read today. When I was uh, in junior high, my, I think I was in junior high, my mom took me to Half Price Books in a suburb of Dallas-Fort Worth where I went to junior high and high school. And she bought me this book for 25 cents. It was called 50 Texas Artists. It was published in 1986, and it was written by Annette Carlozzi, who is an amazing curator and somebody who I have now grown to know and love. But back then, I didn't even know what a curator was. I didn't know that word. I knew artist. And so my mom got me this book because it said 50 Texas artists. I lived in Texas. And this was this amazing moment for me of realizing, oh, my God, you can live in Texas and become a real artist who makes work and gets it in galleries and stuff. This blew my mind back then. Long story short, this book has meant a lot to me throughout the years. And there's one artist statement. I hate artist statements as a whole, but this one always got to me. It's Robert Yarber. He is still a living human being making art. He was born in 1948. Really like his work. It's very strange work. Um, most known for these paintings in the 80s and 90s of these kind of neon highlighted figures falling and, and jumping from cityscapes. Here's his, here's his statement. The people in my paintings are robotic. They are unconscious, participating in some primordial drama in which they play passive agents. They are schemata describing hypothetical behavior patterns. To the degree that they are aware, it is of their own internal discomfort, and yes, perhaps their ecstasy. The need is to evade or escape the machination of the environment they inhabit. Yet they are seduced, unconscious as they are, by the luminosities of their postmodern world, bewitched by the melodrama of a confected reality as if to say life is television. Though their lust is real, their kisses are Novocaine kisses, rubbery and desperate, their pleasures are furtive, the sky above them is their ideal, and the emptiness beneath them is their refuge. Robert Yarber, everybody. You know what, I'm gonna just read you one more, a different, I'm gonna read you a Mark Strand poem. We all know, if you listen, he's one of my top three favorite writers of all time. This is from his big book that came out after his death in 2014, about exactly two years ago. Collected Poems um, by Knopf. All right. I will love the 21st century. I'm talking weird. I'm doing 20 instead of 20. 20. I don't know why that's happening. Here we go. Dinner was getting cold. The guests, hoping for quick, impersonal, random encounters of the usual sort, were sprawled in the bedrooms, 
The potatoes were hard, the beans soft, the meat, there was no meat. The winter sun had turned the elms and houses yellow. Deer were moving down the road like refugees, and in the driveway, cats were warming themselves on the hood of a car. Then a man turned and said to me, Although I love the past, the dark of it, the weight of it teaching us nothing, the loss of it, the all of it asking for nothing, I will love the 21st century more, for in it I see someone in bathrobe and slippers, brown-eyed and poor, walking through snow without leaving so much as a footprint behind. Oh, I said, putting my hat on. Oh. All right. Everything I read, I will put a link in the description of the podcast for you to get it. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody who's left me iTunes reviews. These people who recently did this really, (laughs) I've been not feeling good about myself. So this helped. Uh, Don't make that face. Sherry is Bentley, C. Pansy, Kubelko Bondi, and Esco. Kubelko, Bondi, and Exco, they were the winners of the contest I did, so congratulations to them. You guys, zoom way out. It gets easier with that vantage point. Take a walk alone. Be by yourself. Deal with that. It's not so easy, is it? That's okay. You know what else is okay? (laughs) I don't know. I couldn't think of anything. Okay, hold on. Let me do this. Clean water. Non-racist. Reading. Swimming in safe waters is pretty good. Uh, Let me come up with three more quickly. Sleeping animals. People who say unexpected things. And quiet. You guys, thank you for listening. Sorry I'm in a bit of a mood today, but I am eternally at your service, wishing you well, wanting the best for you. I mean that. We shall find peace. We shall hear angels. We shall see the sky sparkling with diamonds. That's a good friend of mine, Anton Chekhov. I'm Robin. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.